Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games and sports? Well, man, do I have great news for you. Bet Online, our partners, they continue to be the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. And all you have to do right now is head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join. Make your first sports bet. Listen to this. If you use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B L E A V 50, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We're talking esports, combat sports, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, and even college sports, where you can find reviews and news for every league as Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in-game betting, props, and futures, bet online where the game starts. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Camillus Golf Club, Ken's Auto Detailing, Jam and Beats, Welch and Company Jewelers, and our terrific friends at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum Reward. Let's talk some off-season baseball, a little hot stove. We're getting ready for pitchers and catchers to report, and nobody to talk to who is better at this game than Kevin Kernan, the longtime baseball insider and national columnist now with Ball9. You can visit their work at Ball9.com. That's Ball9.com. KK, how are you, bud? Good to be here. Aaron Judge, Yankees, it had to happen, right? Oh, yeah. It was a no-brainer. Once you got a... a once he got wind of who the Giants really are and how dysfunctional they are, organization, and really they have no big, long, big time plan. They, um, the way they do things is kind of different. And I think, uh, but I will say this: he played it perfectly. He, he, uh, he made it seem like the Giants were a dream team of his, and uh, that kicked it up for the Yankees. And the Yankees, um, you know, to their credit. You know, they got it done just like the, uh, you know, you have to get those things done. Just like the uh, Red Sox uh, got their third baseman signed, Devers, but uh, it's a much different situation. But, yeah, so Judge is here now, and, and the difference is he's more of a leader than most of these other players. It's uh, it's really a good move. I do think if teams are smarter going into this, and I'm going to point to the Padres, if they had really kind of – really sold us in a different way. They might have had a chance down the road, but um, I think with all that judges got going, you know, his his charity, his foundation and things, He's uh, he played it smart saying, you know what, once you're a, a Yankee and this successful, 
if you got the opportunity to be a Yankee for life, take it. So the offseason for the Yankees, they, they're kind of trying to figure out left field still. I, I guess Cabrera could be there. I don't know if they're going to go after Andrew Benintendi. I haven't heard anything about him from his camp in terms of if he's able to, to, to play at the level even before he got injured last year. Uh, they bring in Car- you know Rodon, which is going to help the rotation if he stays healthy. They bring back Rizzo. Obviously, we just talked about Judge at good nauseum. Where are you landing here on the Yankees? Is it any more, I guess, this is the question, is it any more of a World Series or bus team, a, a more of a contender, the lead dog in the AL clubhouse with Verlander now gone? Like, where are we landing here with the Yankees as far as, hey, again, KK, we're going into another season saying the same thing. 2009, haven't been there since, haven't won it since. Well, well, first, Ben, ben Attendee, I think he signed with the White Sox, so that's out. That's gone. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, um, um, yeah, they're going to have to uh, piece it together in left field. The trade deadline is August 1st. Um, you know, we're going to win the same old boat there with the Hicks and whatever, and we'll see where it goes. I do think they got the younger kids that can switch out there, and I think that gives them a different dimension. Uh, I think the plan is to get those, those kids in. I think the Yankees are in better shape be honest uh adding Rodon makes a big difference um it did it, it takes some of the pressure you know off Cole too because Cole Cole what we've seen of Cole is he's the kind, kind of guy who puts too much pressure on himself tries to be too perfect cannot forget what just happened and um those kind of guys are not number ones I mean he's got all the stuff to be number one don't don't misinterpret what I'm saying but he doesn't have the mindset yet maybe he'll get there now um, but you can't come into the game, you know, don't forget what happened against the Astros. You can't, you just can't have that kind of game and be considered the ace, uh, when your team needs you most of all. And, and people say, Oh, well, he pitched well. It's, it, no, you got to shut the door. You got, you got to get it done. So Radon will help them for quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's all about pitching. I am encouraged. I wrote a big piece the other day on Brian Sabian. Bringing Sabian back, and it doesn't seem to me like it's just a quote-unquote senior advisor position. It's kind of like an executive advisor, and to me, that's that's written a little bit differently. And I, you know, I had like a forty-five-minute conversation with Sabian the other day, and Sabes is excited about it. He's going to really study the Yankees, um, study the Yankees inside and out. Don't forget the Yankees in the in the Rule Five draft a couple of years ago lost Whitlock. Um, Whitlock to the Red Sox, and they lost another reliever to the uh, to, to the Indians, who they face this year in the playoffs. So, so you can't afford to lose that kind of stuff within. So, so I think having Sabian in house studying the Yankees, and Cashman has a good relationship with him. There's a lot of respect there. Cashman will listen to him, much like he listened to Gene Stick Michael. Um, so I think he's the new Stick, but with a little bit more of uh, cachet and the fact that he's been a GM, you know, he's got the world championships. And, and he said a most interesting thing to me, which I loved. He said, you know, and this has always been his approach, and I think it'll be good for Castro to hear this as well. And this is Sabian directly to me. He said, if I was the smartest guy in the room, I was in the wrong room. So that's a, that's a very important factor. So that gives me hope for the Yankees moving forward that, Maybe they won't make some of the stupid moves like they did, like signing a Joey Gallo. I mean, 
Joey Gallo, you know, how did the nerds sign Gallo thinking that he's going to change in New York where there's 10 times more pressure? I mean, all you had to do is watch the guy play. It, it just wasn't a great fit. Never was a great fit. And But see, that's the problem with nerds. They want to, they think they can change anybody. They think anybody can play any position. You're seeing that up in Boston now, what they're going through. And and now Sabian and Omar too. Omar, they have, and Omar, to me, Omar is a great hire simply because he's got the Dominican, uh, you know, he, he knows the people down there. He, he can get the young kids signed. Um, so that's what you need. you got to have international signings that are off the charts right now. Look at the Astros. So I think both those moves were made to kind of, I think it also hit Cashman like, hey, you know, the Astros are better than us. Um, you know, so so both those moves were made to kind of counter that. So I'm willing to give the Yankees a little uh, uh, leeway here, unlike in the past, simply because I think they got guys in the room now who are really baseball guys. And if you start making baseball decisions with the Yankees' money and some of the talent they have and now Judge is back, and you have no competition either, Mike. That's the big thing now. The, with the Red Sox being oh. doing what they're doing now, the Yankees have a they have a red carpet to the postseason, so they can they can organize their whole team to be ready for the postseason in a mental uh, and pitching state, which they haven't done in the past because they've gotten too many guys hurt during the year. Now they have essentially the Yankees have no pressure on them, absolutely zero pressure because that division. I think that division is weakened. I don't want to hear any more about the Orioles. Yeah, they're a little bit better, but they didn't spend any money. The Rays, uh, the Rays have gone south for quite a while. They, they're not, they're not the team they once were. Uh, the Red Sox are a joke, and and the Blue Jays are tough. But even the Blue Jays are making decisions that are kind of kind of wacky lately. So uh, yeah, maybe the Blue Jays can. That's that's their number one challenge right now. So so the Yankees can get it uh, together and um, you know get into the playoffs and maybe maybe actually. Get past the Astros. I'm not saying they're better than the Astros. I still think the Astros are better. Yeah, I mean, the Blue Jays, good luck with that bullpen. Obviously, the starting rotation yeah. gets a little plug with Bassett, right? And you've got Manoa, and you've got Gaussman and some others, and Yin Ryu. But the reality is the Blue Jays, even when they can put up eight runs, they can lose 11-8, every single night. Um, it's going to be about that starting pitching, going deep into games, preserving a bullpen. And stop me if you've heard that before the last 140 years in baseball, right? I mean, that's just... That's just how it goes. Kevin Kernan with us, the lead columnist for Ball 9. You can get his work at ball9.com and catch him on the Coach and Kernan podcast. On the Coach and Kernan podcast network, wherever you get pods on your smartphone device. And he's also a New York State Baseball Hall of Famer. Mets, thumbs up or thumbs down this offseason, Kevin? Uh, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't go either way. I'm kind of, the, kind of like they could have done more in my book. You know, they could have done more. And like like the owner said, we needed Correa. I think Correa is a better fit for the Mets than the Twins, you know. So so if they if they had locked up the Correa thing, and um, and I'm not saying you give them that, the 10, 12 years, whatever that was. It's, it's all, by the way, Mike, let me just say, the, the contracts are insane right now, insane across the board. And it's, re- it's really going to affect some teams going forward. But, you know, God bless them. I mean, that's just uh, what they want. But the Mets, uh, I still have – they're still looking for that fourth outfielder. Um, they don't have enough power in the outfield where I look at it. Um, uh, and Nemo, here's one thing. I can't believe – I think the number is three, and I could be wrong here. But um, I think he's only had three stolen bases last year. With these new rules, Nemo should be unbelievable. 
and um, he should be stealing bases left and right. So the Mets kind of do some things uh, the way they approach the game differently. And um, and they, I think the Phillies got better. Trey Turner to me is a great pick. It's one of the it's, to me it's one of the best pickups, if not the best pickup in the offseason. Amazing. Especially, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Especially with all the new rules and what you know what that guy can do. And he's he's a tough kid. You know, I, I like I like the way he plays the game. Uh, sort of Dombrowski knows what he's doing. He's proven it. The Phillies, the Phillies, uh, you know, I think the Phillies are only going to get better. We'll see where Harper comes back from, still coming back from injuries and things like that. But, but they, now they have, they have a couple that, you know, they have more superstars than the, than, than the Mets in my book. And, yep. and the, and the, uh, and the big question with the Mets is these guys are getting older. Scherzer and Verland, are they going to yeah. be ready come postseason? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the big question. Uh, they, you know, Scherzer did not have a good, uh, end of the, at, at the season Verlander he's he's really tough guy uh, he's, he's built for the spotlight but he's also getting up there so can he do what he needs to do to make the Mets what they are Diaz is still tremendous uh, Adovino's okay I think uh, I think they're a little shallow in in the bridge innings and in, in, in the bullpen um, the, the, the bench to me doesn't excite me that much Escobar is now your starting third baseman um, and by the way, he only had two fewer homers than than Carrera, and I think he had more of the eyes. So if he gets hot, he's okay. But he's a lot older. So um, so the the Mets have the Mets have some serious issues, and of course the Braves the Braves in my book have gotten a little bit better, and they they always seem to know what they're doing. Um, they got a core, and I think that teammate core is a big thing. I think the big thing is um, you know. I think they really needed to upgrade left field a little bit, and they didn't. Marte, will he stay healthy? Marte is the classic to me. Great player. Love having him. Um, but he's almost like that 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 high-end sports car that <laughs> something can go wrong, and he's out, he's out of action for a while. So so uh, yeah. the catching situation, the, the, the guy that, you know, McCann's gone. Is that better now? So, so the Mets are no slam dunk. The way I see the Yankees as a slam dunk to win – East, obviously the Mets are not the slam dunk. So Trey Turner, I mean, he's really put together, you know, a nice start here. Uh, I say mm-hmm. start, but seven, eight years in the big leagues. Obviously had the injury history here the last couple of years, but goodness, two-time All-Star, World Series champion, right? Like, he's a silver slugger guy. He's won two stolen base uh, titles. He's hit for the cycle three times. Like, he's a speed demon. He can play three or four positions on the field. Uh, infield and outfield, and I covered him in Syracuse when he was a mem- member of the Chiefs. And I remember the first few days that I was able to go and talk to him. He, he's just such a good dude. But, man, when he mm-hmm. when he puts those cleats together, when he ties them, when he gets that bat, he is all in on the game. He is intense. You nailed it when you described him. And I, I think he's going to be great for them because, you know, he's going to be able to lead off. He's going to be able to just crush it on the bases, take some pressure off of Bryce. I, I just love the Trey Turner Philadelphia thing. I really do. Yeah, I think it's 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 really and it's great to talk about, and I, I, I'm I'm glad to hear that because I didn't know about about his background, but it doesn't surprise me because that's the player I I see him yeah. as. He, he's a winner. He's a gamer, yep. and and we need more gamers in the game. And 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 they've they that's one thing Dombrowski has done now, and and I think we learned last year too. I've always been in his corner because of his talent, and I think he's got toughness and stuff like that. But I think the world is starting to see Bryce Harper from a different angle now that this kid too he's something special so they got two something special players 
Schwarber too. So, so the the toughness that they have, yeah. um, you, you know, you, you don't think they're gearing up. They, you know, just they just can't wait. I bet you to take on the Mets and things like that. And uh, and plus, say uh, you got the Eagles going well. You know, it's funny how that always seems to go together. Um, and, and and I don't think when when certain teams make the postseason, Mike, there's usually a drop off the next year because you wear out the pitching staff and yeah. things like that. I actually think with the Phillies, even though they went to six games to the World Series, I think the Phillies are going to be much hungrier and actually more uh, mentally right to attack this season than they were last year. And and uh, you know, it's uh, they they um, they they have the right manager now, they have the right leadership, they have the right owner, uh, and you and. Let's not forget, with the changes in the rules, the idiotic changes in the rules by Manfred of, uh, you know, getting rid of the shift when when hitters could have just gotten rid of the shift by bunting the third base all day long. But, I'm you know, we don't need to go there again. But the idiotic changes in the rules, Dombrowski has prepared the Phillies for that, getting Turner. And Turner, you know, he I could see him... He should at least feel 60 bases right now. Yeah. Especially with the, you can only disengage twice on the mound. Yeah. Um, um, that, by the way, that's going to be something, you you know, when we talk during the season next year, uh, you're going to say, KK, you called that one. Because it's going to drive <laughs> no. pitchers absolutely. They, they don't know how yeah. nuts it's going to drive yes. them. Yes. And, and yeah. it's, it's, it's absolutely pathetic to try. It's another example of guys and nerds like Manfred. And I put oh. Manfred's right up there with all the nerds. He doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know the game, and he, he puts all these rules in that destroy the game. And also, the other funny thing is, I think usually his advisory committee of ex-players, it's always it's always hitters. It's never pitchers, you know? So, so, so these guys always, you know, I don't blame them. I was a hitter. I don't like pitchers myself. So, so anyway, so I think looking at that, that's a huge part that uh, – uh, and, and can the Mets, other than Nimmo, can the Mets take advantage of that? Marte can, but again, Marte is so fragile sometimes. You know, I almost don't. I'm almost in the nerd's corner and don't like seeing Marte stealing too many bases because he beats himself up. And bigger bases—that's another goofy thing. Wait till the first guy trips on the bigger base, you know. And uh, um, <laughs> so, so it's it's going to be. And the pitch clock, you know, I, I get the pitch clock. I saw it in the minor leagues, um, um, but but just. Well, there's no reason in the world why you can't pitch fat quicker, you know? So why do you need a pitch clock? The guys that, and that's going to really hurt, uh, since you got me going on this tangent, that's really going to hurt in the postseason when that, that excitement builds and those pitchers, every yeah. pitch means so much, yeah. and those pitchers are trying to figure it out. Same thing for the hitters. Hitters are going through their thing. We don't mind a little bit longer game in a postseason, do we? You know, the little few seconds that that thing saves is going to, it's going to compound uh, the issues for both pitchers and hitters. And it's, again, it's taking baseball away from baseball. Now, having said that, you've got to have a good second baseman. You've got to have a good shortstop. And now more than ever, it's back to being real. It's back to being baseball. And I don't like how we got there. I don't like the path that baseball took to get to it. But I, I am interested in see how the teams react to that with their second baseman and shortstops. Now, I'm, I'm already calling it. We'll see if it happens. But my my outlandish prediction for 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 next season is that you're going to see left fielders when a, a pull pull lefty is up. You're going to see left fielders, um, and probably this goes back to what I was saying about the Yankees having versatile left fielders, guys who could play maybe were infielders at one time and stuff like that. You're going to see left fielders 
dropping into that little slot behind second base to make it like a three-man outfield. And if guy happens to hit a ball the other way, more power to him. But I think you're going to see left fielders coming in and playing that uh, tenth man type uh, softball, slow softball pitch uh, defense. Love it. Kevin Kernan, Ball 9 lead columnist, Ball9.com, the New York State Baseball Hall of Famer, at AMBS underscore Kernan. He is a must follow on Twitter. Thank you, KK. Enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, we'll hopefully do it as we get closer to the season, and uh, obviously you and I will be in contact uh, throughout. Thank you, bud. Yeah, always great, Mike, and uh, just remember this. the uh, We're about four weeks away from camps really being open because I always you know, went down early. Guys were there. And uh, and the Red Sox don't even have a shortstop yet, so we'll talk about it later. Well, they're a small market team, you know. I mean, yes, exactly. And John Henry, one last thing I got to get off my chest. Jeez. John Henry can't show up when oh. they sign Devers. To uh, the isn't that unbelievable? Contract. Can you believe that? Oh my God, that is embarrassing. Pathetic. And I hope my boys up in Boston and the media take care of that. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers and our good friends at the Allen Angus Pub. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy & Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy & Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy & Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.